Welcome to the Strap Show, everybody. It's me and Blake today. So Garrett's not with us. Um, Blake, why, why is Garrett not with us today? Uh, one, he's sick, um, so he just couldn't make it today. He's done with the flu. Probably because he wasn't very smart, and when we were up in Salt Lake in the middle of all that snow, he decided to wear nothing but shorts and a shirt the entire time. So... <laughs> Well, that's, that's punk rock himself. right there, man. Yep. <laughs> Speaking of punk rock, we're going to be talking about our top uh, five punk bands today. Blake and I are really into punk. Garrett, not so much. He's into the pop punk, if you consider that punk. I know there's a big debate there, and we could do a whole podcast on on is that punk or not. But I think today, I think we're just going to kind of talk our, our favorite punk bands, especially since that's something me and Luke are really into. And Absolutely. Yeah, we love talking punk. It's not the most popular genre, but this is our chance to do it. Um, today, it's just me and Blake. We're going to get started here. Um, we've decided to do our top five punk bands. Um, there's going to be a couple honorable mentions uh, in there as well. So, Blake, why don't you get us started with your number five punk band of all time? Okay, so... My number five of all time, I'm going to go ahead and to a, a great band known as Melancholin, and I have a feeling they might make your list, but we'll get to that. <laughs> um, they just write some catchy riffs, and... and what would you say is your favorite? Amazing. Do you have a favorite song from them? That, I mean, favorite album, anything like uh, that? Favorite song, if I had to pick, is probably going to be No Cigar for, for a couple of reasons. The main one being, that's the song that really got me into those guys. That's the song that I heard when I discovered these guys. And it's a big part of my childhood, uh, dating back to the video game, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. I played that all the time as a kid, and so it's also a big part of my childhood. And so there's sentimental reason there, too. And I'll tell you what, the whole Penny Bridge Pioneers album is my favorite Mill and Colin um, it is an amazing favorite album. Mill and Colin album. So I'm, I'm with you there. Are they from Sweden? I'm trying to remember. I believe it's... Finland. I could be wrong okay. on that. It's Sweden or Finland, one of those. Yeah. And you'll forgive me. I should know that. Yeah, don't kill us online if you email the show or if you or if you find us on YouTube. Uh, don't kill us for that because we're we're not professionals here. We're just two guys that love punk rock and we yep, just love to just chat. Love talking about the music they love. And we want to thank you for joining us today. Um, this is a lot of fun for us. I'm I'm going to jump in with my number five band, and um, this one is I don't believe they were around in the '80s. Um, they may have appeared in the mid to late 90s, and I'm going to have to research this as well. But my number five favorite punk band is the Dropkick Murphys. Um, they made my list an Irish, just that Irish soul and that spirit that comes through in their music, uh, whether it's the Warrior's Code or Worker's Song or, or the Green Fields of France. They have so many beautiful and wonderful songs, and it's influenced my own playing. And they're definitely, in, in many ways, often considered the godfathers of Celtic punk. And, yeah. they're, and they're at the forefront. They've been the leaders of it for so many years. Yeah. And they have an amazing sound. And Irish, Irish music has always resonated really well with me, so I feel like that's one reason that they make the list at number five. Um, they're not, they haven't been around the longest, like I said, but they, they made the cut because they just have so many great songs and albums. So, um, Blake, we're going to kick it back to you for your number four punk band of all time. And my number four, and this is one that not a lot of people, a lot of people may not know them as well. They were never as big as, you know, some of these other classics and mainly cause they got their start a little later. Uh, you know, they started the early 2000s, but but uh, this band goes by the name of Authority Zero, and I and I'm, don't know if you're actually familiar with them. Or I'm not, vaguely but, familiar. They're not they're not one that I could name their albums or, or even but, any of their songs, but I'm sure if I heard them, I'd recognize them. So and, tell me about Authority Zero. Blake. And one of them, 
one of the things I, I, I like about it, and it's important to note that, that while the band is Authority Zero, really the only consistent member that's still in it that's been there from the start is the singer Jason DeVore. And then they've had many lineup changes over the years. And so it's, he's probably actually one of my, if not my favorite, punk vocalists. I, I mean, just the way he sings and the way he, um, the way he writes and, and, and the songs he, he writes, you know, it's just punk. But this guy actually does have a very technically proficient voice. It would sound nice even if he wasn't in a punk band, but it still has that punk sound that you look for when you go to a band. Absolutely, yeah. Um, my number four is Green Day. Um, they had some, they had some good stuff in the nineties and I know that in their later career, they've bordered on the pop punk that might fall in that category that we mentioned earlier. Their nineties stuff and especially, and this is not a popular opinion. This might be a hot take for some of you, but their album warning is my favorite because I was in fifth grade when I first heard it, loved it. Um, Green Day really resonated with me, and they still do to this day. And and I can appreciate uh, Billy Joel Armstrong's songwriting ability, and, and he's got a good voice as well. So just wanted to rep them. Uh, they are a little lower in the top five, but they did make it just because they have so many albums and songs that I grew up with. Same thing that you said with Millen yeah. Colin, the no cigar effect, where it's nostalgic and, and you love it because you grew up with it. And a very pivotal band for kind of the late 90s punk scene is they kind of kept the scene alive in some ways you could argue that absolutely my number three all-time punk band i'm gonna have to give that to rise against oh nice interesting choice tell me about uh, that one while they have always been a punk band and have always had that punk ethos they do sometimes have been known to verge more into a mainstream rock setting and so talking strictly punk I did put them at number three, but they are still one of my favorites. You know, Tim McGrath, uh, the whole band in general, amazingly talented musicians. Tim McGrath just writes great, great lyrics, knows how to structure a song. They uh, they all do. They know how to write amazing music. Just the sound, just you hear a Rise Against song, and even if you've never heard the song before, you're going to know it's Rise Against. Yeah, their vocalist just has this power to them that's very admirable and very punk uh, in a lot of ways. And Yeah, they have some more polished songs, but they always go back to their roots, and they've stayed true to that through all these years. Um, my number three band is Rancid. Uh, they are a fantastic band uh, over from the East Bay, uh, one of those bands that I didn't get into till I was in my early 20s was the first time that I really heard them. And once I did, it was Fall Back Down, of course, the classic song that I first heard and I loved it. Next thing I knew, I was listening to Domino's Fall, their, their 2009 album, then back to Indestructible, um, all the way back to Ruby Soho, which, I, Blake, I believe that's your favorite, or uh, one of your it, favorite. It, it is one of them, yes. Yeah, um, that uh, Outcome the Wolves album is fantastic from 1995, and Rancid is towards the top of the list for me because they're so versatile. They have uh, elements of reggae, elements of punk. It's I don't know, they embody it really well, so... Uh, Rancid is my number and, three. And I can totally un, un, understand that. In fact, making this list was actually probably a little tougher than I thought. They write amazing music, very pivotal in the ska scene, you know, kind of, again, the godfathers of that movement and, and yeah. just, you know, are really their own, own unique sound. And when you talk in terms of, you know, as I was mentioning earlier, that, that punk voice, that doesn't necessarily have to be technically proficient and that was one of the things that Tim embraced was the fact that maybe he wasn't going to be able to hit incredible high notes like say someone like Chris Cornell or something like that or incredible low notes or something but he embraced what he was wasn't afraid that's one of the things I like about punk and in 
during the punk voice is you don't have to be that technically proficient singer. As long as you can embrace who you are as a singer and write punk lyrics and write punk music, the fans aren't going to care. Nobody's going to care. You're, uh, you know, you don't have to be technically proficient to be punk. And I think we're on to your number three. Is that where we're at now? No, you're number two. Uh, we're on to uh, the number twos. Okay, so this is the second favorite all time. Now, <laughs> my number two is probably going to make a lot of people's lists. It, 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 it's very popular, but just probably, in my opinion, one of the most important bands, not just in punk but in rock music, what they did for rock music and, and their influence has spread far beyond the reaches of punk and they've inspired so many people and that's the Misfits. The Misfits, yeah, absolutely. You see that little skull, uh, their their logo on cars, exactly. you see them on shirts, it's very they're still I- everywhere. Iconic and, and they're one of those bands that have managed to influence people in the metal genre, in, in all kinds of, of genres but they've always been a punk band. And some of their members in their later projects, like Danzig and his solo work and with Sumerian and stuff like that, were kind of more on the metal side. But when you look at just the Misfits, great punk band, you know, they pioneered the genre of, of horror punk and, you know, just a really artistic, stylist approach to their music and their image. Again, iconic. You can't, you can't beat those. Um, my number two of all time uh and this was close between rancid and my number two ended up being social distortion was my second favorite so their singer mike ness really resonates with me both the scratchiness of his voice he's just that gravelly workers man kind of singer you know he you know he's been through tough times he's been in and out of prison and you know that the songs he's singing relate directly to the life that he's lived an outlaw life um, there's a lot of outlaw imagery. I can appreciate that. And even though it is kind of rockabilly punk, it's a little different, a little more straightforward rock than some punk bands. It's the lyrics. It's the simpleness of the songs, those little three-chord songs. And, and I 100% agree. They were actually going to be one of my honorable mentions, but I'm glad you mentioned it because I had three honorable mentions I was choosing between, and you helped me narrow it down to the two that I can talk about. But yes, just an amazing band. You know, again... As you touched on that rockabilly sound, they were able to to take those elements that you heard in, say, a Johnny Cash record, but but turn it into kind of more of that punk rock sound. And and again, they're a band that kind of embraced a certain image, not necessarily in, in any way trying to to start a movement with that image, but but they really embraced you know that fifties, you know that greaser 50s image you know with mm-hmm. the white shirt and jeans or the black shirt and jeans and the jacket classic you know, cars and the, mm-hmm. yeah, everything they, uh, they really embrace that image and it really fit their sound and doing what they doing love what and they putting love. out amazing music all right so let's hit our honorable mentions before we hit the number one punk band of all time we might i since i haven't heard my number one in your list anywhere there's a good chance we might agree on the number i one have a punk feeling our, our number one we're going to we're going to agree on here. <laughs> but first, um, um, let's let's bring out the honorable mentions. Give us your um, your two honorable mentions, Blake. Um, so mm-hmm. I'll give you the first one, and I'll kind of touch on that again. But one of my honorable mentions is actually the Bouncing Souls. And I know up until recently you hadn't been as much associated with them, and then I showed you the album How I Spent My Summer Vacation. Yeah, and, and you really seemed to enjoy that. Um, um, amazing band, you know, a little closer to the modern. I believe they started in the late 90s. A really unique uh, singer. They they write really good songs. They have their own sound. And that's something that's important to me when I'm listening to any kind of music. I tend to not like bands where there's, you know, 10 other bands that sound exactly like them. I like bands that, that have kind of developed their own sound, whether on purpose or accidental or, or, or by what means. But I, uh, But I like bands that, you know, 
strive to be different and don't follow the crowd. One of my honorable mentions was in your uh, top, I think it was your number five, Mill and Colin made my uh, honorable mentions. They may have been number six on my list. The only reason that they fell to number six is because there are a couple albums that I don't relate to as much with them, but Penny Bridge Pioneers and the final song on Home Away From Home, which is Home Away From Home, mm-hmm. Biff Tech Supernova. They have a lot of good songs that I just love. Um, the fact that they're writing in their second language is impressive. There's a lot of things. They just have that nostalgia about them. If you ever played Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 and you watched that Steve Caballero mm-hmm. video with No Cigar, that was where you first fell in love with Mill and Colin. My other honorable mention is, of course, the Ramones, which uh, could, or just Ramones. Uh, I don't know if it's Ramones or the Ramones. I'm sorry. Don't kill me. But um, I believe either is acceptable. Oh, okay. Yeah. They, they had such a heavy influence. And I have a weird favorite song of theirs. I really love I Want to Be Your Boyfriend. I That song has a lot of nostalgia factor. My first girlfriend in high school, right before we started going out officially, I was skateboarding and listening to that song right before I started dating her. So, of course, it's a little nostalgic. It's special to me. Um, anyways, Blake, we didn't get to hear your other honorable mention. They're they're really punk, you know. They've got a good. A lot of people have classified them as post punk, but uh, but again, similar to Social Distortion, I would compare them is is they have that kind of a psychobilly sound, that rockabilly psychobilly, you know, punk sound, and that's the Gaslight Anthem. And, oh, okay. Yeah. And, and and you know they're they're just a band. Uh, you know they just write. Amazing lyrics, and, and I love Brian Fallon's voice. It's an amazing voice. The sound they have, I could sit there and listen to it for hours on end. Uh, you know, they're one of those punk bands where, because a lot of people, up and in the widespread, a lot of people have this notion that if you listen to punk, you know, you have to, you have to have the mohawk or the colored hair or the nose rings or the fifteen ear piercings or head to toe and tattoos and stuff like that. And, and punk doesn't necessarily have to be that and you look at their image and you know, and you know if you look at them you would think they were more of an indie band or something but just a really good solid punk sound yeah absolutely it's time for the number one punk band of all time now since we're pretty sure it's it's going to be the same why don't we just do uh one two three go and then on go we'll both say ours at the same time since okay. we're 99.9 heck i'll say 100 percent sure it's both our i'm favorite. pretty sure it is so, yeah all right one two three go bad, bad religion, religion. <laughs> yep there's, oh, we know there's no bad surprise religion. there. Bad Religion, the ultimate punk band. Uh, they I mean, were there from almost the beginning, and they have stayed solid throughout. We could do a whole podcast on them just because... And we might one day. <laughs> and we might one day. That could be coming. Keep your ears ready, all you punk fans out there. But but just amazing, uh, you know, just amazing musicians, the, uh, the music they've written. And, and I know they've kind of gone through some drummer changes over the years but but honestly one of my favorite drummers and, and it may not be the one you're thinking i know the one you're probably thinking here and he is an amazing drummer but one of my favorite drummers of all time any genre actually comes from bad religion and that's actually pete feinstone he's yeah feinstone's been he's been there greg graffin's lyrics uh, he's a very intelligent smart man he he definitely has led that band from the beginning and, and a I side note about greg graffin that, that greg graffin believe it or not is a full-on biology professor at, and I could be wrong in the school, but last I heard it was University of New York. If I'm incorrect in that, feel free to correct us, leave it in the comments, whatever you want to do. They're one of those bands that focused a lot on having a meaning and a message behind other, other lyrics, and they kind of forefronted that 
meaning for something standing for uh, over something kind of that that political aspect that, uh, that a lot of people look at punk when they think of it and these were one of the guys that kind of forefronted that well that wraps it up for the strap show today we had fun talking about our top five punk bands be sure to join us next time we'll have some more great topics for you um, please subscribe and like and comment and uh, correct us if we're wrong but be nice <laughs> hey thanks for joining me today blake um hopefully we'll have garrett with us thanks next for time having me. hopefully <laughs> yeah all right you guys take care have a good one